RadioInfluence.com. Uh, flavor, flavor, please tell your neighbors, Ian Beckles with flavor in your ear. <laughs> Wake up, sports, music, and fashion, best of podcasting, what's going on now and what's soon to happen. Be sure to stick around, no fast forward or skipping, dropping jewels, you don't want to miss them. Make sure you listen, Ian Beckles with the flavor in your ear, the voice of the people's here, it's here. Flavor. Hello everybody, this is Ian Beckles, flavor. welcome back to Flavor in Your Ear. Uh, hopefully everybody's figuring out a way to get out there and vote before Tuesday or on Tuesday is fine. Uh, I got out and I voted yesterday. I let everybody know that's the first time I ever voted. Uh, you know, if you go back four years ago, I didn't give a rat's ass about politics. I really didn't. And I'll be honest with you. I don't know if it's not just Donald Trump that made me listen to and pay attention to politics. I'm being serious. Before Donald Trump, I just found the whole thing to be boring. And, uh, if he does get uh, booted, I don't know what the hell I'm going to talk about. Because I got a feeling if Joe Biden becomes president, it'll become very boring. Because if I did this podcast when Donald Trump, uh, when uh, Obama was the uh, president, it wouldn't have been as eventful. If one thing you can say about uh, his term, Donald Trump, is uh, it was eventful. Okay? I just think we're, it's time for us to have a little less events little less events and a little less turmoil behind closed doors and start dealing with some real issues and not, you know, picking and, you know, nitpicking over some bullshit that's happening away from politics. And that seems like what we've been doing for the last four years or so. Now, I don't think we last another year on four years under Trump. I just don't think as a country we're going to be good at the end. And I think if we go to the four years with Trump, I don't know if anything is going to be reversible. And that's that's a scary thing. Now, yesterday I went out and voted, and I made this prediction on this show a while ago that they're going to break every record known to man with this voting, and I'm going to be 100% right. Because as far as early voting goes, almost all states are breaking records. North Carolina has 86% of all the votes they had in 2016 already. And they haven't had the election yet. Think about that. They're going to I mean, more people show up on the election day than vote before. I mean, that's the way it's been. The numbers are going to be absolutely uh, astronomical. So I just say, this, I, don't, I don't care who you vote for. Just get out and vote. But I made that prediction a while ago that it's going to be crazy. People are going to be bombarding, okay, uh, churches and libraries. I got mine done at, on Henderson the library on Henderson, and I probably got out of my truck and I probably got back in my truck within about seven minutes. I literally didn't stop. Showed my ID, walked in, got a sheet, like filled out the sheet, put it in a little machine. Your vote has been tallied. I walked out, I got a sticker, and I was done. Seven minutes. And, you know, I've done this podcast for a while. Let everybody know that I'm not Democrat. I'm not Republican because I'm not. And you know what? I proved to myself that I'm not in the votes. I mean, it's none of your business who I vote for for president, although I'm sure you can figure that out. But everything else, because there's a lot of stuff you're voting for. I was about 50-50. I really was. Because a lot of the people that I know and I've dealt with throughout the years are Republican. A lot of my friends are Republican. I don't really ask. I really don't. And I'd be honest, when I walked up there and looking for different people's names, um, Scott Levinson is one name, a guy that I've known was the 
uh, head guy from TBYSL, TBYFL for a while, which I was part of, and Tampa Bay uh, Youth Football League. And uh, good guy. Anytime I need something, he helps me out, vice versa. He told me he was running. I said, I'm all for you. It's all good. And I looked him up. He's Republican. Good. I'm good with him. You know, I looked up a bunch of other names. Republican. Okay. It's not about Democrat, Republican for me. It's about what the hell you stand for. And to be honest with you, I'm looking at me as honest as I can. I didn't look up what they stood for. If we're good, then it's all good. All right? And, you know, I don't want to hang around Donald Trump, so we ain't good. And I don't know Joe Biden worth a darn, but I think I'd rather hang out with Joe Biden. That's just me. But like I said, I'm not sure we can last another four years of this. When you're seeing stories like Delta Airlines had to ban 470 passengers for refusing to wear masks. Um, they're all stating, though, it's our freedom and we don't need to wear these masks. And listen, you're not allowed to take a shit in a restaurant, right? Okay, that's a rule. If the rule is wear a mask to come into my plane, wear the fucking mask. How hard is that? I mean, how hard is it at this point? If wearing a mask is the biggest sacrifice you make today, believe me, you're blessed. Because there's a lot of people making a lot bigger sacrifices than wearing a freaking mask. But if we have to go four more years of this, because we, there's no parameters and there's no rules. The government's not putting any rules. In, they're saying, well, you guys take care of yourselves. Somebody needs to say, listen, everybody wear a mask. How hard is that? How hard is that? And then if you're not wearing a mask, let there be ramifications, period. If there's not, it's never going to change, okay? It's just, it's just not. And, you know, when you have Mike Pence, who is the head of the Coronavirus Task Force, and he's just a pawn for Donald Trump, we all know that, and he's not going to say anything that's, you know, against Donald Trump, that's for sure. Five of people in his, you know, cabinet and his aides came up with the coronavirus, five. And the head of the coronavirus task force, who is Pence, who was exposed to these five people, is out campaigning in front of people without masks next to each other, all hugged up in all kinds of states. And they're just, they, and what's, you know what our problem is? is guidance and leadership. We, we don't have any. We don't have any guidance and any leadership whatsoever. And, you know, I'm watching all the, the rallies and I'm watching CNN and I'm watching Fox News and I'm watching all these different, uh, you know, Biden and Trump up there saying things. And, you know, I, I, Joe Biden's a, a politician, all right? He's a politician because he don't really say anything that's all that abrasive. And I just don't know what Trump is. You know, for him to be speaking to a league of women, okay? Think about that. It's a league of women in Michigan. If you're a league of women, those are strong-minded women. Strong-minded. You know, we, you know, we're about, you know, equality, women's liberation. For Donald Trump to look, to stand in front of them and say, we need to open up so your husbands get their jobs back. What year is this? It's 2020. You know how many families are run by the wives? You know how many families where the wives make more money? It's quite a few. I know the numbers, but it's quite a few. For him to talk down to everybody, I just don't know how people embrace that. I just had a lunch with a buddy of mine, and I hate to stop. I, I don't bring up politics. I won't do it because sometimes I don't want to know. 
because I, I look at people differently these days, unfortunately. And a buddy of mine who I've known for a while, not, not too, too long, he brought up politics, and I just kind of let him feel it out first. And then after a minute him speaking, I realized we had a lot of similar politics, which makes it a lot easier just to speak. And we came to the, came to the same conclusion is, I don't even care why you think you're going to vote for Donald Trump. All the rest of it should trump it. It really should. All the rest of it should just say, well, okay, maybe my 401k is good, but for God's sakes, our country is going to the shits. And he ain't helping. People are dying in our country. And people, and he ain't helping. He's at a rally. He's at a rally preaching to wear masks and social distance. And behind him are people shoulder to shoulder without masks. So I don't know if that's hypocrisy. I don't know if it's ignorance. I don't know what it is anymore. But just because he says we're rounding the corner and he cups his hand and he makes that little motion, you know how he makes every time we're rounding the corner, he does a little motion with his hand? That doesn't mean anything. You know what means something? The fact that nine states yesterday had their highest number ever. That's not rounding a corner. I'm cupping my hand and go around the corner like he likes to do. It's amazing that when you look at Trump's rallies, it's a rally of things you shouldn't do. When you look at Biden's rallies, it's a, it's a rallies of things that what you probably should do for the goodness and the betterment of our country. And that's real. And that's not even political. Let's do the right freaking things. I'm not anal about these mask things. I'm not, I'm not wearing a mask now. I walk through my building. I stay away from people. If I'm around people, I'll start, I start to draw back. And because that's just the way I've turned into, you know, um, I was just at a restaurant. Nobody in the restaurant's wearing a mask. That bothered me. That bothered me. I wore a mask to go in. I see a lot of places. Please wear your mask. You wear your mask on the way in. You get there, you take it off, put your mask back on, walk out. How freaking tough is that? But when for the servers and the managers and the bartenders not to be wearing masks, I'm not going back. It's too bad. The food's freaking delicious. But I'm not going back. It's just, it, you, you got to go, you, you got to go a little over and above. And that's not even over and above. That's just par for the course. And if you're in or, you know, any kind of business, you have to understand that people are going to be making their decisions off of the way you look. And if you look like you don't care, I think a lot of people will just keep on moving, and they will. And, you know, I'm wearing masks, once again, for, for other people, okay? That's what they say. It's not for you. It's for other people. And, you know, even in the World Series, that young man, uh, Justin, I can't think of his last name, Turner, Justin Turner, the third baseman, who found out during the game that he positive for COVID, and then after the game, he was out there celebrating with people and removing his masks. Are you kidding me? That is criminal. There's people out there that don't have the decision whether they want that or not. And if one of their kids who are on the field, there was a couple kids and people on the field with pre-existing situations. It's selfish. Oh, well, he doesn't get to celebrate with his team. Who gives a fuck? What's going to happen if you don't celebrate with your team in the long run? You'll be all right, I promise you. But if you pass that on to somebody and somebody has a serious situation, you'll never live that down. I hope anyways. And listen, I wear a mask for others, and I think it's the right thing to do. And listen, I'm going to pray next week. And you know what? I'm not praying for me. I'm praying for others because I'm not even religious. 
But I'm going to pray for the people who are religious that this uh, election turns out the right way. I'm going to pray that it turns out the right way because if it turns out the wrong way, don't know where it's going to go. And to be honest with you, if it turns out the right way, it still may go bad. And that's the part that scares me. Right or wrong, up or down, back or forth, this is going to turn out bad. I got that funny, funny feeling because I've had that feeling for a long, long time. But I've been talking about civil wars, and it sounds crazy. But it sounds less crazy than it did two years ago when I probably first brought it up. So I have a funny feeling next week when I'm on this podcast on a Friday with the election being Tuesday, I have a funny feeling things are still not going to be totally resolved. I got a funny feeling next Friday we're still going to be talking about the unknown. And we'll see if I'm right or wrong about that. I hope I'm wrong, actually. Actually, I don't know which way. I don't even know which way, but we'll find out. If anybody has any question for me, it's Ian Beckles at RadioInfluence.com. Make sure you listen to the Ron and Ian Show, 95.3 WDAE. And uh, get your ass out there and vote. It ain't that damn hard. I was not about voting. I got out there and vote. I'm going to tell everybody to vote. You got a cute little sticker. You can put it on your, on, your, on your cheek and then put it on social media and people give you a lot of likes. Good for you. Congratulations. It's all good. It's a reason to go out and vote. But get your ass out there and vote, please. Have a wonderful weekend and enjoy this beautiful weather and be safe. Peace out. To keep the conversation going, follow Ian on Twitter at Ian Beckles and check out DignitaryRadio.com to get the latest on where you can find him next. This has been Ian Beckles, Flavor in Your Ear on Radio Influence. Put your flavor in your ear, the voice of the people's here. It's bringing that flavor this is a Landry football quick fix on Radio Influence. You can know football, but some people, and you know this, right? You have some people that are good teachers, some people that maybe are the best at clinicians, but they don't. They're best in the lab, but they don't communicate it as well. You got some great coaches that just don't communicate it very well. So teaching is the ability to translate the knowledge from the technical sense onto the practice field where you can creatively get your point across in various manners to help players understand thoroughly, quickly. Uh, motivation is a critical part of that. Be able to teach it in the classroom setting. Those things are really important. But it is about teaching it on the field. It doesn't matter what you know as a coach. It matters what you can teach them and get imparted into them. And that's what's really important. And I learned this a lot from Belichick because, you know, he always used to say to me, you got it down cold. (laughs) Your players don't. You got to look at how you're teaching it, how you're presenting it. We also looked at, what type of student was the players? This is why Belichick drafts more college graduates, guys that are you know high school valedictorian types. Why? Smarter. You can teach them more. They can absorb more. So that was really important. The Landry Football Podcast with veteran scout and coach Chris Landry can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com. <laughs>